0: When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join G.J. and Dan in the conversation.
1: I'm
0: ready.
1: It's Valentine's Day. Woo! Valentine's Day. Come on, somebody. Going to be my Valentine? Oh.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't want to take the place of Alita. That would be horrible.
1: No, you couldn't. You couldn't. There's, There's no, no way. There's no way, dude. There's no way. A, a million reasons. A million reasons. A million and a one
0: reasons. You know true, what? The, do you know what the a million and first reason is?
1: Uh, well, sex is one. <laughs> this is a rated PG show, man. Oh, dude, you're the wrong. You're the wrong sex for me. That's just <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Woo. I still love you, though. Hey, why are we wearing sunglasses? Whoa, bro. Here. I even got a big Z. Oh, come on. Big Z. I want a Z. Big
0: Z. I want a Z. I thought the two, I thought the two chords coming down was part of the logo design, but I think it's just the chords.
1: Well, two chords. What does the Z stand for? Why are we wearing shades? Because our good friends. We got, boom. Boom. Boom.
0: Sponsor. We had our first sponsor, everybody. Come on. Come on. We still don't have a cup with their name on it because they didn't send us one, but hey. Hey, all right, we got these. We got these right here. Got these. All
1: right. So let's talk about these. You go for it. What is the Z? Ziva. It's a Hebrew word for a light of God. Light of God. Light of God. And all right, so our good friends over at ziva.com. Want to go get a discount? Woop woop. Come on. Go straight to the um ziva.com, in times.chat. So obviously, I've been a big fan of shades for a long time. I'm not going to cast any shade today. Well, I might cast some shade on Dan. So, oh my goodness, here we go. All right. <clears throat> so anyway, this, we're going to talk a little bit about friendship and relationships. And obviously, today is Valentine's Day, and I'm not celebrating Valentine's Day. I'm celebrating love. Yes, love, especially like First Corinthians, chapter thirteen which we'll talk more about. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I you know, would always read in the Bible about how God would say, go here, meet this person, that person would direct somebody, and you know, it was like this whole connect the dots, and God would direct these people. And then a lot of times it was under terrible circumstances, and then it ended up becoming a huge blessing. So we come to you on this show. I might as well just put these babies back on. I'm just going to wear them the entire time. That's the stuff. That's what I'm going to do. Most people don't know that I'm bald. I'm just saying. You got some fuzz up there. Not much, bro. <laughs> so I always prayed for having the right relationships and the right connections. Well, you know, uh, we happen to be on a movie set, I Still Believe, which is a biography movie or autobiography movie about Jeremy Camp, the, the singer-songwriter. And that whole story, which was really a love story. And we met uh, on the set of that, me and Dan and my wife Alita. Actually, Alita and Dan met first. <clears throat> and then Alita goes, you need to meet this dude. And next thing you know, I'm meeting this dude. And he's sharing his story. I'm sharing my story. And here we are, about four years later?
0: Yeah, I think the way it started was, um, gee. I-
1: you thought I was a model. And you're like, hey, this dude is I might have learned something, something.
0: Alito ran over to GJ and said, You you gotta meet this Joker. You, you just gotta meet this Joker. I, I don't know what's up with him, but I want you to take him out. And then we keep then we became great friends.
1: <laughs> so after I put the quarter blood technique on you, <laughs> you're like, hey, let's be friends. Let's be friends. Hey, let's be friends. So so uh, long story short. Dan introduces me to uh, a gentleman by the name of Paul Farmer. Oh. Paul, Paul's been uh, an entrepreneur, and he's worked for some, you know, entrepreneurial type companies. And so we connected, and we just instantly became friends as well. And then here's here's the, how the world, the small world is, or how the world, how small the world is. So he knew, found out I was originally from Kansas City, and he goes what well, do you happen to know? So-and-so. And I'm like, out of all the 1.5 or 2 million people in the Kansas City area, he says, do you know Brian Benary? And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. do I know him? <laughs> He's like a brother. <laughs> we grew up in the same town. <clears throat> years ago. Yes, we know. I know all his family, knows all my family. So anyway, it was like, out of all the people he could ask, did that, that I know? What What are the odds? So that's definitely a God thing. So then he ended up, started a company with another gentleman, got hooked up with a company called Eyes of Faith, which helps produce. And you you might even have a pair. They make sunglasses. They make regular glasses, uh, some of the best frames. And they're known for their technology on their lenses and the polarize and protect the eyes and you can see better. And uh, here we are. I'm here right here and I can see pretty darn good. So there's the site. So anyway, we got connected and next thing you know, you know, here we are and uh he finally had the the sunglasses ready to go and so he's connect me to Jim who's the co-founder of Eyes of Faith. And anyway, so you can go check out their website at ziva.com learn more and for every pair of glasses purchased, they give a light to 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 uh wants of love which help people see with solar lighting in places that they have no electricity. And obviously where we're at, we take that for granted. And that's like life changing. Um and it and it increases their budget by a third a month, which is crazy. I mean you can think how could it do that? Well they spent all this money on on kerosene and lighting and you know all these different things that cost money now they have solar lighting and it's more efficient and actually even brighter. So those are some, some of the things. So anyway, there are new friends Go get your pair. They're now one of our sponsors. What do you want to say, bro?
0: Well, check this out. There's a couple things that I'm like, this is super cool. I mean, they they have a a scripture verse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it says, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where death cast its shadow, a light has shined. So that is the key verse. And I I, I mean, I was talking to Paul with you and I'm like, you know what? Why don't we pick the King James version
1: of, you know. So now you're going to change their their description on their glasses.
0: First Corinthians 13, verse 12. We're talking about love today. So I was like, why don't we pick something from the love chapter? It says, for now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. We'll see him face to face during when we get to heaven. I'm like, come on! How could you? How could you miss that? How could you
1: miss that scripture? I but don't know. Hey, I um, don't know. But here's what I do know: every every prayer has a, a scripture. Yes. Matthew four sixteen. Yep. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. Yes,
0: and the light has shined. Has shined.
1: It is so bright, dude. I got to put these back on. I know. Well, I think, no, I think I'm doing a show
0: in my Zivas. Well, here, I I know this is like an extended commercial, but these, these, uh, it says because we're so excited because we got a sponsor. <laughs> Here's The Cool thing about these glasses. I got these glasses and I felt them. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's, it's pretty light, but they're, but they're strong. And, um, you can see on the inside, it says Ziva Ignite. That's the kind of brand. And then the scripture is actually on the other side. So right there you can see the scriptures written on the other side, Matthew 4, 16. And um honestly, I'm pretty stoked about these. I really, really like them. And you know what? I think that because the top quality, some people get a little weirded out by the price. But here's the deal: you're not just buying something for yourself, you're buying, you're buying something for an entire family. And I think that's what really matters. When you if you could imagine us in the United States, you know, for the most part. uh, you know what let me not give a number there are so many people in this country that are way above the poverty line but even still those who are below the poverty line in this country are still making more money than most people in third world countries combined so it's like we if if we those of us that have means can just reach out and just buy a pair of sunglasses because you know you go outside you're bright it's like "Ah!" um you need a pair of sunglasses, so why not meet a need of your own to block the sun, and but yet at the same time provide light and electricity to a family in an impoverished country. I mean, sometimes uh, I think about where can I give my money, and I'm like, this is one place I could I would I would give my money to because it helps a family, uh, not just one person, but a whole family. And you know, you don't have to commit to something every month, although I love those organizations because I. I, you know, I commit to another organization for a child every single month. That's great. We should do that. But if you could take care of a family just by buying one pair of sunglasses, would you do it? That's the question. So uh, that'd and, and look good doing it. And look good doing it. I mean, for some people, it makes you look better. Like me. Why, why are you, you looking know? at me, bro? I didn't, I, how can you tell I'm looking at you? You were looking at me, me when you said that. How can you know that? I have sunglasses on. I could have been looking over here somewhere. Because I know you. Because <laughs> you know me. All right. You're casting shade on me. Zeva.com forward slash end times chat. Use the promo code end times. You'll get twenty bucks off, <laughs> and yeah, uh, and you still have the same amount of money that goes to this family in an impoverished country. So, man, you gotta love. You gotta love organizations like this. You just gotta love organizations like this. They're doing a good thing. Doing a good thing. That is a fact. That's
1: a fact, Jack. That's a fact, Jack.
0: Well, we have the whole point of this day today, and we're going to talk about relationships as well, but is we, because of Ziva, we wanted to talk about the light of the world because this world is a dark place. And we're going to talk a little bit about that during the show today, about all the things going on uh, leading up to the end times, but Jesus is the light of the world. In John John 8 verse 12, Jesus spoke to the people once more and he said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life." So we have to remember Jesus is the light of the world and he's called all of us to be salt and light to this world. Salt and light to this world. So
1: I'm going to keep on preaching if you don't segue into something else. So Bro, you're on a roll. I'm just, I'm just looking good in my new Zivas, which are high quality and clear as a bell. Clear as a bell. I
0: love, the na- I, love what, I love the name Watts of Love, W-A-T-T-S. I'm like, I love plays on words. So Watts of Love, Ziva provides solar power headlamps and two pairs of reading glasses to someone in need of light and sight. Oh, snap. I love how that rhymes. Just keeps getting better. Just keeps getting better and better. Anyway, check it out. Um, you, there's a bunch of different kinds of sunglasses, and uh, you can choose what you want. They come in a really nice case, by the way. Yep. If you if you go to my story from today on my Facebook, Dan Crystal, you can, uh, uh, Dan, C-H-R-Y-S-T-A-L, you, you'll be able to see my story. I actually opened up the pair of glasses, showed everybody what it was about. And said, Hey, you need to get
1: these glasses. Cool. Well, and while you're on Instagram, go, go follow Ziva. Z A H. Yeah.
0: Hey, dude, we got some massive amount of news that I realized after I got into it. I'm like, we have Massive amount of news. I have no news. I
1: have no news. No weather. I got tons. I got tons one thing that makes you go, <laughs>
0: I got tons of earth news. I mean, oh, I God. got. Tons of Earth News. Yeah, I saw that you're wrecking the animals again. (laughs) Man, I have to show you this. Speaking of animals, um, this tripped me out. I, I was like, I was blown away by this. So, this is in Mexico, and they called this. The name of this was called Mystery Birds Drop Out of Sky in Mexico. There is some graphic content here. I just want to give you a warning. You will see some birds die. Check that out. What in the world just happened there? And then all these birds looked like they were kind of pushed to the ground. And then obviously the the force of that took some of these birds out. You see some of them kind of, of, they're trying to snap out of it a little bit. And then at the very, you can see that one on the roof that just unfortunately uh, perished. But I mean, this is really, really sad. I don't want to keep showing too many dead birds, but I mean, just check that out. I mean, just the sheer force of whatever that was that pushed those birds down to the ground. I'm like, this is not normal.
1: No. That's no. not normal. Well, it goes back to, it reminds me of, you know, in the Old Testament, you know, when all those things were going on right before they left Egypt. For Moses led them out of Egypt and, you know, the uh, they had the frogs, they had the... the uh, now I'm drawing a blank, bro. Live. They had
0: a uh, river turned to blood. They had uh, boils. They had gnats. They had, um, shoot, now I'm starting to.
1: <laughs> right. Anyway, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And it was just like, all of a sudden, it was just like, I mean, go back to that video where you just see that cloud of birds all together. I mean, it just reminded me. So, I mean, like I said, you don't see that thing. I've never seen anything like that. And uh, I know if there's something like that out there, you're the one that always finds it. You find all the dead animals.
0: I know, it's so sad. I, I actually get super sad when I see an animal that's um, died needlessly. <laughs> I'm like, it's one thing to to take an animal and kill it to eat it because you need food. It's another thing to see an animal die needlessly. That just seems, yeah. like, seems so needless.
1: So if you go down there to Mexico, make sure you're wearing your Zivas, it'll protect your eyes. From, from it was almost, you know, that movie called The Birds. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like that. It's like, yeah.
0: birds just came
1: out of nowhere. Yes. Anyway, so, Iceland. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. We're back. We're back to our friends in Iceland. What'd they do now? You know, I, well, here's the thing. So, <laughs> we did have
0: a massive volcano last year go off in Iceland where people were playing volleyball. Now, I don't have any video of anybody surfing waves in Iceland, but I will say that Iceland was hit by record breaking waves. Uh, this past weekend, among the highest ever measured in the world. So m- remember, oh. there was that this uh, there was a they called it a bomb sl- a cyclone that affected Iceland on February seventh and eighth of last last Monday and Tuesday, produced hurricane force winds and record breaking waves at the southern coast of the country. Now, the interesting thing about the southern coast of Iceland is that it's one of the Um, it's one of the places on the earth where the waves kind of converge, right? So they have measured waves as high as 82 feet in uh, which was January 9th, 1990. And, uh, but this past, past, this past week, they actually reported 98 feet, but one of the waves was so powerful that the meter that measures waves struck out at 40 meters, which is 131 feet. So they're not even sure exactly how high the wave was that hit the southern coast of Iceland. I mean, and there's a bunch of uh, you can see that there's a bunch of things that they show here. You can go read the story. It's at the Watchers. It's Watchers.news. You can check that story out there. But they show all the different movements of the wind and the cyclone and the waves that just just nailed the southern coast of Iceland. So I thought that was pretty interesting.
1: Did it? Uh, Maybe it was a, it was so high that's what knocked the birds down. I don't, I'm just I'm just saying. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I'm, we, I'm asking for a friend. You're asking for a friend. Well, we do.
0: We also have this Mount Etna. Remember, I, we knew, I knew I knew you were going to bring that one up. Um, you got all the weather, bro. What I got all the weather, but check. I didn't even know that you could have uh, lightning inside a volcano. That's what really. Never heard of it. I never heard of it either. But Mount Etna's electrifying eruption. Over- Check these pictures out. I mean, really, I just nothing more I can say other than just to show these pictures. They you know, shot. When Is I that- see that, it it almost looks it looks satanic to me. Doesn't it though? Like there's something evil, evil coming out of this thing. Ooh, I mean that's. I'm literally that's- got. I'm literally got the, the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebies. Well, I mean, check this out. I mean, that is
1: impressive, to say the least. What's impressive. Somebody who's there to cat capture it, like this, like this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's, taking
0: a picture. I mean, I mean, that mountain looks like it's pretty close. I mean, I know that mountains can be really far away, and when they look close, but I mean, that's just uh,
1: something else. So I got to say, here's here's what I'm happy about seeing these photos. I don't see any volleyball players. So thanks to the Italians. Good job. Good job, Italians. This is
0: one of my favorite pictures right here of just showing the sheer force of the volcano and the winds and anyway, you guys um, I also wanted to share something that I thought was really really uh, just really stuck out at me. It's that that's this right here. so Texas is is not a place that you would really uh, really know that earthquakes would happen, right so We've talked a lot about earthquakes. This particular, I, we've talked about earthquakes on the grander scale, GJ, but we really haven't honed in, from what I remember, on a certain area and how a certain area is impacted by earthquakes. Well, West Texas has seen earthquakes over the last three years, and um, what I found out about it was is that they're expecting that you'll, they'll have more earthquakes at higher magnitudes, and so. If I take a look down here and I take a look at this, in 2017, 2018, uh, Midland and Odessa, Texas, in West Texas had zero earthquakes, zero. In 2019, they had four earthquakes above 2.0. In 2020, they had 40 earthquakes, that's 10 times the amount. And in 2021, they had 98 earthquakes. And as of last Monday, February 7th, have already been 14 which is which puts them on pace to have 134 earthquakes this year wow so what really um made a made a big difference for me in this news story though was that they're talking and now keep in mind this is cbs seven so i don't really know if they're trying to spin a story a certain way i mean they start to they start to speculate why these earthquakes are happening and they say well it's not from fracking but it could be because we're extracting uh, materials from the earth that it could potentially have an impact on uh, on the magnitude and the size or even that earthquakes will happen. So the more that we impact the earth, the more it will shout back out at us. So. But why do I mention earthquakes and volcanoes? Well, because Jesus said that there will be more earth. there will be earthquakes and uh, in various places. And that they would increase. And so, this is one of those places that we can see locally in West Texas that has had increasing earthquakes over
1: the last three years. There you have it. Well, uh, I do have one bit of news, and you teed me up for it. Thank you. There was been 45 earthquakes of 2.0 or higher in the last 24 hours. Well, last week we talked about 42. So, one of the things that we're seeing is the level of of earthquakes world that's worldwide uh at 2.0 or higher is happening at a at a similar rate as last year as we finished out. So I mean it 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 continues to stay very, very high and it, it may even get higher as what that article uh suggests.
0: Yeah, I every time every time I take a look at earthquakes it, it just makes me think, well You know, because the Revelator, well, first of all, Jesus talking about earthquakes, and then John, the guy who wrote Revelation, back two thousand years ago, seeing certain things from his mindset, his eyes, and his perspective, and trying to explain it away. In Revelation, it does talk about a massive earthquake that shakes the planet, and so you have to think: Are with all the things that we know and all the things that happen, could it be that our our impact? And what we have been doing uh, would eventually potentially cause that. So that judgment from God could potentially be something that we've actually caused ourselves. Now, God can speak the word or it could be something that he knows is coming. And that's part of the judgment. So in any event, um,
1: we, we call these the birth pains.
0: We call these the birth pains, pretty much. So this is all you, man. This is You sent this one over to me
1: this morning. Well, you know, we're talking about r- rumors of war wars and rumors of war and you know obviously there's a lot of discussion with uh russia and ukraine and then some other countries being involved or not being involved which obviously united states of america being one of them so there's a lot of rumors going on so we can definitely say there's rumors so what's going to happen i don't know well i caught i i read this um what well, they're training everybody so this is in ukraine so those are ukrainians They're all being taught. It doesn't matter whether they're in the military or not in the military. And those are actually fake weapons. But So they're actually doing all these different training exercises um, with fake weapons because they don't have enough weapons or uh, uh, fake ammo to to do the exercise. And they want to keep everybody safe. So they're training everybody. Man.
0: That's definitely... uh... Uh, and there's more on Ukraine in just in just a minute. I'm gonna whoa, whoa! I'm going to come back to them and just. Oh my it. goodness! I'm saying there's some more on Ukraine. That's all I'm going to say, and it leads into a different discussion. But <laughs> I do have, I do have this other. I had to switch between two different programs. So just uh, whoa with me here. So North Korea is back in the news.
1: Oh no way! Back in the news, everyone. <laughs> Shaking the world. Just think about this. These these headlines, are I see as being prophetic, because they're basically confirming things, and they don't even know that they're confirming previous prophetic prophecies. Was Shaking that- the world.
0: Was that redundant? Prophetic
1: prophecies? No, that was an echo. I may have put on my headset. Oh, by the way, I'm headset free. Whoop, whoop. Hey, headsetless. Probably cool. can't hear me, but... <laughs>
0: What? Huh? Ah. Oh, so North Korea—they're back in the news. February eighth, uh, they're boasting. This is last Tuesday that it is one of a handful of countries in the world to field nuclear weapons and advanced missiles. And the only one standing up to the United States by shaking the world with missile tests. So they're touting that these missiles can actually reach the U.S. mainland. We already know that China has capabilities, Russia has capabilities, and um, of course, we're the impact of Iran potentially hitting that—that that, the capability of even hitting Israel, for that matter. So, another another rumor of war, and that's what this is. This is somebody that's kind of drumming up this fear that could potentially take shake over. Shake the world, hey, shake the world, shake the world. Well, here's this is all you, man. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Scroll up a little bit. Just just a little bit. See the picture. Scroll down a little bit. (laughs) See the title. (laughs) Up, down, up, down. (laughs) There it is right there. (laughs) Iran, ISIS, Hamas, were extremist groups launching threats in Turkey. I wonder why. So again, all these different things are converging. The Middle East is key to everything. And then obviously you got the North, which is Russia and China. Uh I don't know if we got anything on China this week. So what caught my eye is that <clears throat> Turkey was actually standing up <laughs> because of things that were happening because of these these different groups. And uh you know that they're 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 re- war ready. And I thought that photo, you know, a photo set, you know, it says a thousand words. So um, caught my eye there. And so there's some difference. And and obviously the Israelis are are a key to this. And uh, I just found that interesting that, that Turkey was like sort of puffing up their chest on this.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Well, not only that, not only that, but here comes Ukraine back into the picture. Whoa, whoa. And it's just a question, could Ukraine crisis lead to new world order that impacts Israel? That's the title of this news story. So this story ta- tells us, and we've actually had this confirmed with many different news agencies, that major world nations are exiting, are exiting Ukraine. I mean, they are, they're saying get out of, the, of Ukraine because if, you, if you're there, we can't protect you. Because of the impending attack that Russia might do, and so tonight, actually, I just saw a news story, but it was in it was in Slavic, so I didn't want to post it up on the uh, post it up on on this channel but uh, Ukraine, the president Zelensky is actually going live tonight it probably is happening right now live tonight on state TV to kind of give an announcement so we don't know what that is, we'll find out when he gives that announcement but um, what's happening here is, is that um, these world nations are exiting. We already know that China, Iran, Russia, and Turkey, and now Afghanistan have made a very strong alliance. Now, I've said before, uh, I've kind of alluded to back in Daniel, which is another one of those end time scriptures that we know of, because there's a lot of prophecy that talk about the times of the end in the uh, book of Daniel and the Old Testament. But we we know that... There are seven horns, which represent seven kingdoms. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, ten horns that represent ten kingdoms, and three of those kingdoms are uprooted by one. And that one that uproots the three becomes the one that takes over the the government of the world, right? So these uh, these other kings kind of fall into line, so to speak. So that's kind of what we're seeing here with these nations that are kind of converging together and developing this alliance. And most of those countries, as you can see, China, Iran, Russia, Turkey, and Afghanistan are on the northern side of Israel, which we also know comes from the book of Ezekiel, which is another end times, uh, a lot of end times passages come out of Ezekiel. So that's why we're talking about this. And um, to me, that's pretty
1: huge. To me, that's pretty huge. It's it's also one of those things to make you go. hey. Hey, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Oh man. I'm now, actually- you're so clear to me today. I don't know. Maybe it's taking those headset off or my new glasses? I think, you know what? It's the glasses. And the headset. And the hat. All right. I don't know what this is, but what's this got to do with because <laughs> I'm moving
0: on to leading up to the tribulation. And you're you're probably wondering how in the world could Scarlett Johansson and Colin Yost yeah. What are they going to, the to do with leading up to the tribulation? Oh, could it be Alexa? Oh, oh, don't say it too loud because they're listening. Yeah, they are. So I'm just going to uh, play this while we're because uh, this is one of the commercials that happened during uh, Super Bowl 56. And we don't get paid for it and we don't get paid for it. And it's on people. This, so this is actually on a news channel. So we're not getting a copyright issue. Uh, happening here so we're only putting posting it from a news magazine but what's happening here is is that so Scarlett Johansson and Chris uh, Yost I think it's his name right yeah Colin I'm sorry I'm not really a big fan of him but oh uh, well they do this whole commercial there's several commercials and they kind of lead into it throughout the entire time by the way every commercial during the Super Bowl this year cost seven million dollars to be able to post so I think Amazon may have spent close to 21 to 28 million dollars to have these commercials just put on the air, not including how much they had to pay to actually produce them. So, what happened? Why I made this leading part of the tribulation, leading up to the tribulation, is because there's a new Amazon device that's coming out this year, Alexa. It's actually round. I think you can see that um, in this video because they actually show they actually show a picture of it. I'm trying to find it right now. Great. Right there. Did you miss it? Right there. Anyway, somewhere in there. So there's this, uh, and it's listening in. And what it is, is it actually, uh, Scarlett Johansson makes a comment in this whole video that says, it's almost like they're reading your mind. And so that kind of is what clued me into leading up to the tribulation, because not only do we invite these things into our home, I have them in my house. Whoa. I do. I have, I have, I have them in my house. Whoa. And I know that they're listening, I know that they're processing information. And trying to get you to, trying to sell you things or have ads pop up. It's called mm. data mining. Mm. So, this is, this is something that leads up to tribulation because the more we bring these devices into our home, the more things are, people, people could have the potential of listening in, collecting information on everybody that is around us. So, G.J., I've talked enough. I think I've screwed that up, but I'm gonna let you take it. From I think, yeah, I think you've said enough. I think it's time to move on. I think it's time to move on. We're moving on.
1: Moving on.
0: Well, we got this one. I don't even know what I should say about. Mm. This happened this past weekend. We actually mentioned this several months ago. Talk about a dark world and needing the light of Jesus Christ to be uh to be the light that shines, and that we need to be the light that shines for Him. Uh, the world's largest satanic gathering happened this past weekend in Scottsdale, Arizona. We talked about this several months back because we knew it was coming, and. I like this one website. This website's called Intercessors for America. It's a nonprofit organization that helps to bring these things to our attention so we can actually pray. And you can actually go to this site on this news story, click to download a prayer guide with prayer points to pray against witchcraft. Because I want everyone out there to know that as we get closer towards the end times, the enemy, the devil, Satan himself, is making himself very known. And it is up front, in your face, and there's not much you can do to hide from it. Well, you can't get any more in your face than having a SatanCon, which is the conference that happened with Satanists all across the world that came and converged on Scottsdale, Arizona, where they offered a satanic invoca- invocation. They did rituals. And uh, in, in Scottsdale, Arizona, that is one of the main pro-abortion lobbying cities in the world um which as we know has a lot to do with child sacrifice uh and satan and satanism is one of those major things especially when we read in the old testament of uh it's one of those things that satan wants to wants to have happen is kill young people so anyway leading up to tribulation that's all i gotta say i'm not sure i want to give much more credence or time to this.
1: no in the name of jesus moving
0: on there it is it's gone well, I do have one. I just took that off the, sc- off the screen, but I actually just took it off the sharing too. So <laughs> one second. Oh,
1: that's good because I don't want to be looking at it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want the TV jeebies The heebie-jeebies. This is all you. I thought this was interesting. Yeah, so just read the headline. Ford wants to hide hide spy drones in autonomous cars. I don't know what the autonomous part is, but here's what I know. They're actually going to have it stored in like the trunk so they're gonna have sensors where they can tell if, if something's being destroyed or something's going on inside the car. And then these drones can pop up anytime you open up the trunk and it can go out and fly around the car and give information to any damage. So I, you know, you can say, hey, well, that sounds great, or you know, protection, uh, you know, your uh insurance, you know, that you know, hey, if something happened, so You know, like we said every week, you know, there's some good things from all these things we talk about. However, are they being used for evil? Are they using it for self-serving? And we we know as we get closer and closer to Jesus' return, you know, it happens more and more. And then when after Jesus comes, we know what happened. I mean, they're listening, they're watching. I mean, yeah, there's a great example right there. What happens? And I just thought they're going to know everything that you do and they can watch they can listen and uh it doesn't matter where you're at and then you got satellites all over you know all around the globe by the way (laughs) elon musk had 40 up 40 of his 49 uh hit get hit by a storm and uh knocked them out of orbit and i i don't think they're they're damaged where they can't use them but they're not in the exact spot they're supposed to be. So I don't know all the details there, but that was another thing that caught my eye to. Because um, all this technology, it's, it's just get, every day, every week we got something that's coming out.
0: And if you think for one moment that this is new technology, you're dead wrong. I mean, this is new technology to us because they're actually offering it to the public. And of course, they're doing it in a way, as I was just looking through this, that is supposed to provide immediate help and then help people to be able to see almost immediately what is around the car. They'll take pictures, a video actually, HD video of any damage that happened to the car. So it senses whether or not the car has been in an accident and it pops up this drone and starts taking video of the immediate surroundings right after the accident happens. So, but if you think this is new technology, think again. This stuff's been out for a long time. And um, the reason why we get to benefit from it, uh, if you can say the word benefit from it, is because they're allowing this technology to come out to the public to kind of, de- in my opinion, to desensitize us to this, this stuff. So we start to think, oh, this is for
1: our safety. This yeah. is for our safety. Yeah, this okay. is good. Good." No, I said, and this is good. That's that's the perspective that they come from. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to forget that that add on for for any new car for me. I'm just going to put on my Zivas. I'll walk around the car looking good and seeing what happens. You know what
0: I'm just going to pay attention to the road. That's what I'm going to do.
1: I just want to touch these babies.
0: I know. I'm. I actually actually love these things. I'm going to wear them today. I believe they're great.
1: I mean, we're we're actually joking around, but we're being serious. We love these glasses and we love the mission behind it and the heart. And uh you know, the Jim was interviewed the other day and uh you know he told the whole story, you know, he's an entrepreneur and and uh the ups and downs been an entrepreneur and then kept kept going down the path. So I mean there's a great story behind it as well as the benefits. So yeah. uh oh yeah i had to mention it i was
0: not going to mention it but i'm like no i need to mention it. by the way the ford thing and the autonomous cars autonomous means self-driving cars by the way because um that's that's the thing that they're thinking is going to happen in the future is these cars will just drive by themselves and then this will be an extra level of protection uh my daughter one of my daughters used to joke with me and say you know um, Dad, one of these days, uh, this electric car is going to lock the doors, lock you in, take control, and drive you to a FEMA camp. <laughs> I'm like, I'm actually starting to believe that.
1: <laughs> I'm actually starting to believe that. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But before you go to this next topic, because okay. that will happen, just read the, the bottom line. So I served in the U.S. military, U.S. Army, and President Reagan was the president. Uh, The whole time I was in the military and he came out with a war on drugs, you know, on a global scale. Look at what we've come to now. Just Mm -hmm. read that headline. Things that make you go. (laughs) That's exactly where we are. Well, um, this one. (laughs) Do you really need to say any more? I feel like I should, but I, Oh, by the way, if you don't, don't see us next week, go to endtimes.chat. Check it out. We'll be
0: I guess I should pop that up there. Make sure you go to endtimes.chat because you may want to just double check, you know, as the, as time goes on, if we're not around and you don't see us just go here yeah. and yeah. listen to all the things we've been talking about. I hope that you don't have to find yourself in that situation. I'm hoping and praying that at the end of this, you'll accept Jesus, or if you already know who Je- already know Jesus personally, you're going to double down on your relationship with him. But if you don't, end times that chat. End times that chat. So this is, I mean, this is what uh, the current administration is wanting to do. There are some senators and representatives in our government trying to fight this right now, and this is one of them. Um, but I mean, we have, we have a lot of homeless on the streets. San Francisco is one of those cities, and I know this is showing Washington, but San Francisco is one of those cities that a few years back, they started to give every homeless person $300 of cash, and it's supposed to help them, which is good. I mean, I think you should help, the, help those who are homeless, because in, in the scripture, it does say if you see someone hungry and you don't provide them something to eat, then, um, then you've, done the, you've done that same thing to Jesus himself. Right. Or if you've seen them uh, naked and not clothed them, then you've also not clothed the clothed Jesus himself because we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves. But this just goes too far. I mean, it doesn't say in the scripture that if your neighbor does not have a crack pipe that you should give him. one. That was a little bit of a little bit of funny and a little bit not. It's sad. It's sad. It's really sad. And, and this is actually something because I have some, you know, I have some family members that have been on the streets for many, many years. and. Uh, in Berkeley, California and Oakland, California, and even in some parts, and I'm sure it happens other places too. There are people that will come and they will throw narcane. And narcane is a drug that actually is supposed to help someone that has overdosed from heroin to be able to actually not overdose and die. So that when you give them narcane, it's something that's supposed to revive them so that they can live. So they're they're handing out narcane to people instead of actually trying to help them. So this is um this is just something I think it makes me go, what? Come on. I I don't even know. I, I can't even right now. matter of fact, I'm just going to stop the screen because I don't even want to see that anymore. I'm speechless. I'm speechless too. Well, why don't we just to segue into, I mentioned several times, loving God as, a, as a, with our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Loving your neighbor as yourself. That all has to do with relationships. And GJ, you sent me something this morning. And um, I just take I it and share it. Yeah, you did. I got nothing, bro. I got nothing. True, your text message says otherwise. My That's sunglasses
1: true. saw it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Well, you know, I was sitting yesterday, and, and this happens to me and Dan on a regular basis. i basically weekly. <clears throat> you know, what's on, on his heart, what's on my heart. And, uh, you know, Dan wrote a book that lost our a relationship. And uh, so, yeah, ha- having read the book, should go get the book and go to- and probably find that information right here on Facebook on his Lost Art of Relationship page. Um, and uh, I don't get any, I'm not his agent. I don't get any fees, <laughs> although he does. It's a good book. And it's really the Lost Art of Relationship. And one of the things we see people want relationship. And then in the last couple of years, I mean, you know, some of the relationships have been. Uh, minimized because of all the different challenges that everybody's faced on a global scale. And I think the one thing that I see over and over, you know, especially with this show is people, people know Jesus or people know God, believe in God or believe in Jesus. They don't have the relationship. And there's one thing that I've seen over and over and over is when you start to develop a relationship, whether it's with another human being or with Jesus, you know, it starts to foster other positive things. And and uh, you know, God gave us, you know, that innate ability to be in harmony and be in relation, you know, be in relationship with him and be in relationship with others. And you know, so so Dan's relationship with me and mine with him is is a great example. And uh, you know, we've been there for each other through up up and down and and uh we pray for each other uh i pray for him more than he prays for me so it's a competition now i get it okay, it's okay. Well, that's just my story and i'm sticking to it and you know we've been able to be vulnerable with one another and you know with, especially with guys that can be a little scary at times you know because we we're the warriors we're you know the men and uh so anyway we, we've been modeling that in our relationship and then you know it just kept I just see how you know like going to church yesterday, how that community is starting to foster again, and more and more people are starting to show up again, and you know it's like before the the rona hit, um, you know things were thriving you know on all fronts for most of the world and and uh, and that now you know the, the people are hungry for that, so you know but but in relationship, it also can be challenges, and it's like in those gaps. Are you moving forward? And what are you doing for yourself to build, you know, build those relationships? And the one thing that I've seen, you know, uh, of the closest relationships that I have is that we're very intentional with one another, very focused on one another and helping each each other uh, through the good times and the bad times. And, and and a lot of times people come to Jesus and they want Jesus to fix everything, but but they're not willing to be thankful they're not in relationship back with him as well so um i just wanted to talk about that and then today being valentine's day and then loving one another uh dan was on my wife show and you know talked about loving one another and relationship and i just thought today was a good day to talk about being in relationship whether it's with other people uh whether it's friends whether it's your spouse or whether it's with jesus himself and if you don't know Jesus, we can talk more about that after Dan gives his 10 second bit. Time's up. All right, moving on. Oh.
0: Oh, no, you can keep on going as far as I'm concerned. The, um, you know, there, there's only one perfect relationship. And it's.
1: And oh, it's, thanks. It's, thanks, bro.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. There's only one perfect relationship that we can have. And um, the interesting thing about that per- perfect relationship is it's only perfect on one side. And that's with God himself, that's with Jesus. And uh, because he was perfect and sinless. And the scripture actually is very, very clear when it talks about about Jesus being the light, Jesus being the one that we look to. Jesus in 1 John 1, six and seven. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but come on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth, but if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. And just like Ziva. Just like Ziva. And his son, the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. That is extremely necessary. In John 1, 1 through 5, in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God. The word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. That's Jesus. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. The only perfect relationship that's only perfect on one side is the one we have with God. And that is the most important relationship. Now, what we do though is that we have these relationships with each other. And where we get tripped up is we start to think that we are the perfect one on the side of, of the relationship with other people. And when we do that, that means that we can judge everybody else for how they're not meeting up to our own standards. The problem with that is, is that when we start to judge other people, because they don't meet up to our own expectations and standards. All we're doing is we're continually pushing them away, and we're not modeling the example that Jesus gave us. Because Jesus said to us, he said, the one who wants to be the greatest among you must be your servant. So today, Valentine's Day, don't make this just a day about romantic love. Make it a day where you can say to someone else, you know what, I St. Valentine sacrificed himself. Jesus sacrificed himself today is a day where we can show someone love by serving them in a way that says you know what i'm not thinking about my own needs and my own desires at this moment i want to lift you up and show the love of jesus to you there's no better way that you can do that than by introducing them to jesus himself and then when we become believers what happens is is that we need to take that relationship we have with god and we need to exemplify that with our relationships with each other. We need to show the love of God to others. The love of God in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, G.J., you sent this over, um, is patient. It's kind. It's not jealous. It's not boastful. It's not proud. It's not rude. I saw a movie the other day on Friday. I'm not going to say the name of the movie, but it was an Agatha Christie book that was turned into a movie Well, a long, long time ago. They did a remake of it, and it came out last Friday.
1: Back when you co-wrote it with him. That's right,
0: co-wrote it with him. Anyway, in the movie, one of the people in the movie actually quotes 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 to 8, but in reverse, and says, love is not patient, love is not kind, love always keeps record of wrongs. And that is the idea that most people have about love in this world. But the true love that comes from God and is because of God and was created and given to us through God Through the Son, His Son Jesus, is the kind that is patient, is kind, not jealous, not boastful, not proud, not rude. It doesn't demand its own way. I want my own way. I just disciplined my own granddaughter this morning because she was like, "I don't want that." I don't want. She's whining all the time, and I'm like, "Stop whining!" But you know what? A lot of us whine too, because we're like, "I don't." Whoa, whoa, Whoa. GJ, he's perfect. Whoa, love does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Uh, love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, endures through every circumstance. But one of these days, all this, all the things of this world are gonna go by the wayside. It's gonna be completely, uh, it's gonna be judgment day is gonna come, completely gone, destroyed, and we only have love, the love of God and our love for each other that will last forever. So we wanna introduce you to that love today. If you don't know Jesus, we want to introduce you to him and GJ's going to pray that prayer oh i'm turning it back to you gj whoa, whoa. what does your
1: papa have to say by the way uh, he, papa wasn't the best at showing his love uh, <laughs> okay. or communicating that however i've learned a lot, a lot about my dad since he passed this whole section is under underlined in a lot of red <laughs> So uh anyway, I'm not trying to diss my dad. It's just it came from that era. Um, we knew he loved us, uh, but sharing that. So anyway, him him highlighting all that uh was good. So um, you know, there's a there's a couple things on the friendship side. Where are we at on time? Uh we got a minute, about a minute and a half, two minutes. whoa, whoa I'll make it quick. So in friendships, are you taking or are you giving? Are you serving or are you taking? And if you're at the table, are you serving or are you taking? We had a friend tell us, you know, tell us about that. You know, the people that are close to you should be giving, giving, and serving, and and for you and lifting you up, versus taking. And and, may, and maybe you're in those relationships where that you're doing you're doing that. I think we've all been there to some degree at some point. Um, and uh, you know, when you read First Corinthians. Chapter thirteen, you know, four through eight. I, I'm like, love is patient. I'm like, I'm not very patient, so I pretty much suck at that. Uh, kind, I'm kind most of the time, not all the time. Um, and uh, jealous, I'm very seldom jealous of. Uh, that's one I can say. Uh, boastful, whoa. <laughs> so anyway, the point <laughs> is, wherever you're at, you can you can still work on that, and I believe it's a lifelong process. So those are just things that just kept resonating. And we had some friends, uh, you know, pouring into us and, you know, brought some of those things up. And I'm just like, hey, today's a great day to talk about it. And the number one thing is the number one relationship you can have no matter what is having a relationship with Jesus. And, uh, and Jesus is for you. And no matter what you've done or how you've done it, he is for you. He forgives you. And he will lift you up and he will take you down a path that is best for you, no matter what. And a lot of times we're afraid to or afraid to go down a path. Or why would God be, um, you know, why would he forgive me? You know, because um, he's a giving God. He's a loving God. And those words, the inerrant words of God are in this Bible. And, um, you know. And if you don't have a Bible, you have a phone, download the Version Bible app and pretty much any language, not all language, but most languages, different versions, so you can have access to the Bible. <laughs> so if you don't know Jesus, let's pray and ask him into your heart. If you do know Jesus, maybe it's time to recommit and, uh, you know, go to the next level. And sometimes you got to take that walkabout to get to get to uh, back on track. And and sometimes you got to take a, a walk around the block a couple times before you get back on the path. It's okay. So wherever we are at, it's okay. Let's make that decision. Let's, let's turn to Jesus. And uh, we want you to have eternal life, regardless of whether any of these signs or anything we talk about is on point. What we know is Jesus is going to return. And, and you know, and we also know that, if that you know, that's later down the line. We may pass away. Where are you going to spend eternity? You're going to spend it in heaven? Are you going to spend it in hell? I choose to spend it in heaven, and I know Dan does well. So let's pray, dear Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to come together. We thank you for for everything that you have done in this world. We ask that you come into our heart. We ask that we acknowledge you as our Lord and Savior. We ask that you continue continue to walk with us. We ask for forgiveness for all of our sins. We recognize again, you are the King of all kings, and we want. And I ask that you come in our heart so that we can have everlasting life. And we thank you for the path that you're going to continue to direct, and we give our life to you. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. And as Papa would say, hallelujah.
0: Don't forget endtimes.chat. That's super important. We want to celebrate with you, but we also want you to follow us, uh, like, share, subscribe. You can also catch us on Spotify and iTunes. But one last time for the day, Z forward slash endtimes chat. You go there. You get these. Look, look at this cool box. Seriously, It's a really cool box. Whoa! And um, and then I want one of those. You. I'm going to show this this less screen one more time oh because that I super cool. I know. I want to show the screen one last time. This right here, uh, let me take that off the screen. So nearly 1 billion people are without electricity and live in darkness. So at nighttime, they're kind of locked in. They have to protect themselves. Why not provide the gift of light and sight through ziva.com forward slash end times chat. Go there. You won't regret it. These are really, really good. And you're going to help a family. God bless you guys. Yeah, that's right, save 20 bucks. Come on, somebody. Have a great weekend. Have a great week and weekend. You know what, have a good day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, thanks, bro. I'm gonna sign off. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more, and don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, Pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.